Welcome Adolf and Sunil. Delighted to have you both here for another episode of Simply Shipped. But before we dive into formalities, could you please just share with our listeners what they're going to get in return for tuning in for the next few minutes? Yeah, today we want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what the life of a logistician looks like on a day-to-day basis and what is the kind of technology that they have at their disposal? Because it's a very challenging job that they have within the organizations. And as most people know, logistics is the lifeline of global supply chain. So it's going to be a very interesting topic. Yeah, I can't wait to get into it. Well, you know what? Before we get into it, though, let's go ahead and start with introductions. So uh, both Adolf and Sunil, if you could both give us just a brief introduction of who you are and just what it is you do within the industry. Adolf, can you go ahead and start us off? Yeah, thank you, Gabby. Uh, so my background is, is, is supply chain, and that's what I've been doing uh, right through my career. I currently am the CEO of uh, E2Log, which is a logistics technology company based here out of Houston. Fantastic. And Sunil? Hey, I'm Sunil Mahajan. I'm based out of uh, Pune in India, and I come with about two decades of experience in the managed services, BPO, BPS kind of industry within the supply chain, uh, if, you know, horizontal. And what I'm, what I do is I look at the domain sales for supply chain, look at the solutions and uh, solving problems for customers in the supply chain domain. Fantastic. Well, you know what? My first question for both of you is just how E2Log and Wipro are collaborating. So what are you both hoping to achieve together? I think ever since the pandemic has come in and, uh, you know, that we're hearing a lot of issues around logistics and overall supply chain. Uh, we've already seen a huge impact across the industries, and this is not particular to any industry. And what we've seen is there's a there's a cross-industry uh, issues and challenges where there's been a domino effect ever since the beginning of 2020. And, uh, you know, everyone and every organization in the world today is looking for a solution for their logistics. Now, that could be around their freight costs. That could be around the turnaround times. That could be around how you get a product to the customer faster, cheaper, and then the most efficient way. How do you, you know, look at some of the shortages that we are having for commodities or products in the market? And this is, these are the kind of challenges that they are approaching organizations like Wipro for, uh, you know, where they want certain help coming in for the logistics area, solving some of their challenges and not just looking at, uh, you know, solving in a piecemeal manner, but looking at a broader transformational change in their logistics to ensure that be it the current pandemic or be it any other calamity in the future or any any other disruption in the future, they are ready to take on these challenges in the future as well. And this is where I think the partnership of Wipro and E2Log is really critical. Uh, you know, we've been working together for the last few months and we believe that together we have a solution, a transformative solution where we are able to solve one of the biggest challenges for the international logisticians that we've been seeing. E2Log brings in, brings in their uh, you know, best of breed technology, uh, best of breed platform. And we bring in the years and decades of experience in the supply chain processes and with the right skills to come and integrate all three elements of people, process, and technology and help some of the customers solve their challenges in the in the logistics space. Sounds like a recipe for success. And Adolf, can you please uh, give us a little bit insight into what you're hoping to achieve uh, with this partnership? Firstly, we're very excited to be joining forces with Wipro, which is uh, one of the world's leaders when it comes to uh, managed services. And uh, 
one of the things we've been an advocate for a long time about is relative to how does technology get into an organization? And uh, technology is not a silver bullet. You just can't slap it on top of a bad process and expect it to magically deliver results. Uh, we are great advocates of people, process, and technology. And uh, this alliance actually helps us strengthen that position because going into certain organizations, you know, they are actually looking for the help uh, to come in from, from an external party which brings in a combination of these three components. And uh, that's where I think they're very well positioned. Uh, Wipro has uh, a tremendous amount of experience and is a market leader in this space. And having their services powered by the E2Log technology makes it a, a phenomenally strong combination. So we're very excited to be here. We're excited to be uh, joining forces with the world leader. And uh, we do believe we can make a significant contribution to the market at this very challenging time. It's a very exciting partnership for sure. And we are so excited to see what you all can accomplish together. But you know, Adolf, I wanted to start off by asking you what a day in the life of an international logistician would even look like. You know, uh, what levels of complexity are involved within that role? That's a great question, Gabby, because uh, you know, I, I actually started my career at one of the lowest rungs within a logistics organization. And I gradually went through different levels. So I've, I've lived and experienced this firsthand. Very oftentimes, um, a lot of organizations don't really have a deep appreciation for what the life of a logistician looks like. And uh, the simplest way to break it down is like this. Uh, a logistician is basically dealing with information on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, really not, uh, you know, carrying boxes on their shoulders and transporting it across the world, right? They're relying on different parties to do this. And they're receiving information and they're giving information. They're working with internal teams, they're working with external teams. And uh, the complexity of this is, is huge because when you think of an in international logistics operation, so if you look at how a, a global corporation may work, they may be easily having a presence in 40, 50, 70, 80 countries around the world. And within each of these countries, they've got their internal stakeholders who are their operations teams, planning teams, procurement teams, projects, et cetera. Then there are the external groups, which are their freight forwarders, custom brokers, carriers, et cetera. The logisticians are required to work with these both groups, internal and external, on a constant basis. And in each country, uh, there are these two groups, two groups of stakeholders. And then you multiply this by the number of countries they're working in. So it's extremely complex. And it's a very demanding role that logisticians have to play because they constantly have to deal with evolving circumstances around uh, the supply chain, the geopolitical situations that are occurring, the disruptions that are part and parcel of the lives that we live in, and being able to manage this process around the complexity of moving goods around the world on a day-to-day -day basis is very challenging. It sounds like a challenge. And you know, Sunil, this next question is for you because speaking to challenges, what are the key challenges uh, that happen in logistics that just end up creating supply chain issues to begin with? Do you have any specific examples of this? I think to what Adolf said, uh, you know, the, the life of a logistician is very difficult because we, uh, you know, as Wipro are running some of these large operations or logistics operations for some of the global 500 customers or even, even beyond that. What happens is when you have such a decentralized team who have who do not have access to the right set of tools and technologies are sitting there and you know while we are trying to solve some of the uh, you know process level challenges in terms of getting the processes harmonized across countries, standardized, 
and bring them to a level where there is some sort of sanity across the logistician's life. I think without the right set of technology, it's very difficult to, to do away with multiple instances of ERPs, multiple systems that the customer IT environment may have, uh, depending a lot on Excel sheets, a lot of communication that happens back and forth between all the stakeholders in the logistics value chain through phone calls, through chats, through emails, and you know, having a sense of it all in, in one place is, is very difficult. So it's not just stressful. There's a lot of uh, opportunity to make mistakes. There's a lot of opportunity of error. And what happens is eventually the end customer who is waiting to receive the good is impacted. The life or the experience of that customer is always impacted. So, so we've seen this multiple times in the past where customers have tried to throw uh, you know, a particular technology at a particular problem in the logistics logisticians value chain. Uh, but that really doesn't help. I think where we and E2Log are working together to change the customer behavior, the, we are changing the way we are approaching this problem by looking at the entire end-to-end -end journey and bringing in a platform and the right set of processes to, to manage uh, some of these challenges that exist and change the complete perspective of how we deal with these challenges going forward. Absolutely. And, you know, dealing with these challenges moving forward and we're going to work with tech probably, right? That would be probably one of the first steps forward. So I want to ask you, Adolf, you know, how can uh, technology support logisticians with these challenges that we're speaking about and more broadly, just supply chain uh, teams to be more successful in the near future? So Gabby, the simplest way to look at it is, uh, with an analogy that I will draw to a day-to-day -day situation that most of us deal with at some point in time. Think of this, that if you need some handy work done at your home, you would typically call a handyman service company and say, hey, you know, I have this problem. Can you send somebody across to have a look at it and fix it? So what do they do? They dispatch somebody from their team out in the field to come and look at the problem. The person comes in, has a look at the problem that is there at your home, and they then pull out their tools to fix the problem. So think of this, if the handyman showed up, he or she could figure out that there is a problem, and let's say there is a, a plumbing problem. And if he or she don't have the tools to be able to fix the plumbing problem, what's gonna happen? It's gonna be a, Either the job doesn't get done or it's a partially complete job or, you know, the problem is not completely solved. You still have some kind of a leak or some problem, right? So it's exactly what happens in the world of logistics too. Logisticians are going out there. They're tackling a very hard problem from what we described earlier. And to be able to effectively tackle the problem, they need to have the right tools. The way logistics is done today is very different from the way it was done 20 years ago. The kinds of stresses and strains in supply chains today is immense. And logisticians need to have tools at their disposal. They need to have information at their disposal. They, they need to have the ability to intervene, intercept, course correct on a day-to-day on a -day basis, multiple times a day, depending on the complexity of what they're dealing with. And for this, leaders need to make sure that they have the right tools. It's as simple as that. Now, when you look at the, the landscape of what tools are available, uh, unfortunately, it tends to be a mishmash of, of different things. And uh, in some instances, the more mature organizations may have deployed some kind of a 
enterprise transportation kind of a solution, or in some cases, which more likely is, is the case, there are some point solutions which are deployed either for visibility or booking as an example. But there is so much of international logistics that is just run off emails, spreadsheets, and phone calls that it is just unimaginable. And when you think of the, the limitations these logisticians have in the ability to execute, just go back to the example that I gave. It's like a handyman showing up at your doorstep without the right tools. This is the day-to-day -day in the life of a logistician. And what we are saying is that we need to bring in technology, which is user-friendly, which is addressing the problems that logisticians have and giving them the tools and the ability to intervene, intercept, course correct with the information at their fingertips. So this is really the most simplest way to look at what technology can bring to the table uh, and the potential impact that technology can have on the day-to-day -day life of a logistician is huge. Very often times when, when leaders and companies are thinking about technology, you know, there's a lot of it is around, uh, you know, fancy digitalization initiatives and transformation initiatives, et cetera. And there's a lot of it is around aggregating data at an enterprise level and having the ability to access that readily and use that information, which is absolutely right. But I think it's very important to also think about technology from a standpoint of the end user, the person who is actually going to be executing the logistics and what tools do they need at their fingertips to be able to be efficiently managing this complex process. Well, yeah, you're, you're very correct. I mean, to succeed in any challenge that you're taking on, you're going to need the right tools uh, in order for success. And, you know, uh, we just spoke to the technology aspect, but Sunil, I was also wondering if you could maybe speak to the people aspect as well. I think the problem has evolved over the last few years. Uh, you know, what happens is all the traditional ways of handling logistics, global logistics, and all, uh, you know, the, the, the traditional way of using spreadsheets, calls, emails, uh, works till the day it doesn't. And, you know, I think what has happened is in the last few years, uh, most organizations are seeing that that day has come. And I think the attitude towards solving the problem at hand is changing. I think that is where uh, the entire aspect of not just throwing a technology at a problem, but I think what, how Wipro and E2Log have completely aligned is bringing all the people, process and technology together. So what we've started doing is looking at the life of a logistician and everyone around the logisticians as well, which means that we are looking at different personas across the logistics value chain and not just passing the problem from the logistician to somebody else, maybe a 3PL, maybe one of the internal stakeholders, but look at the life uh, of all the stakeholders in that journey and look at where those challenges lie, what are those verbatim statements that they're making in terms of how we could really come in and solve the lives for those, everyone in, in the value chain, right? So I think, I think it's very important to look at the perspective of every persona in that logist, logistics value chain and ensure that all the challenges that they are facing are met. And that is achieved through the right set of processes, the right set of people uh, involved in the processes. And how do you centralize and run it as a single unit instead of having, you know, working in silos, looking at some of these challenges in pockets, and that's never going to help you achieve some of the outcomes that you have. So I think bringing in this entire orchestration layer that we call it uh, around customer and user journeys to be able to 
to be able to have a vision and a particular goal and outcome in mind and then solving some of these problems everything from visibility everything from transactional as well as the process related issues i think that is how we are trying to solve this problem for customers well you know you just mentioned the term and uh, when you were explaining that and it's logistics orchestration it's a term that's being used a lot more often these days and you know i would love it if you could maybe describe what this term means sure i think orchestration is basically taking a, a complete end to end journey and look at a customer or a user journey from the lens of outside in as well as inside out which means that i think traditionally uh, you know in the industry in the services industry i can tell you order to cash finance and accounting these are some of the journeys that are quite well established quite well matured but i think logistics as a orchestration journey has not been well looked at in the past and i think that is what we're challenging we're challenging the current operating model uh, that the international logistics are run in and we are coming bringing in a completely different perspective where we look at uh, you know if, as soon as uh, you know from as soon as the journey starts right from the time the customer places an order and then the entire logistics value chain which starts from the logistics procurement the pre booking the booking Uh, the track and trace and the entire value chain until the freight payments and the freight audits are done we're looking at it as a single journey we are measuring uh, you know the performance of that journey as a single parameter end to end and not look at individual pockets and we are taking into consideration the challenges and the problems that lie at every point in that orchestration journey and solving it from bottoms up and not bringing in Uh, an, a a top down view which means that start with the visibility of maybe how uh, where are your challenges but start from the bottom where we are solving the problem and as a as a natural outcome uh, to that you get a visibility or a control tower which shows you how well you are doing and and you are able to predict certain areas or certain challenges in your journey and you are able to preempt and predict and solve some of those problems much earlier than it becomes when it becomes a very big problem at the end yeah i think uh, sanal has described it very well uh, but i'll again give it a bit of a real world a real world spin in terms of how you know we look at orchestration i mean obviously it comes from the word orchestra and when you think about uh, what happens within an orchestra is that there are multiple players involved each one has got uh, one instrument that they play and uh, they're all playing in in harmony with each other and there is the conductor of the orchestra who is basically making sure that everyone plays their part to be able to make sure that you know you have good music uh, logistics is very similar there are multiple stakeholders involved in the end to end process each of these stakeholders has a role to play and there is a strong interdependency between each of these players which requires them to make sure that they not only play their part but they also hand over once they have completed their phase of the activity with a certain set of information with a certain set of documents to the next person so this whole ability to be able to do this if efficiently effectively and in harmony end to end is really what logistics is all about so the term orchestration is actually a very apt use of the word because that is really what Uh, the world of logistics is all about now the challenges which the the modern day supply chains face is that the need for that orchestration to be in perfect harmony with each other is greater now than ever before 
there is just so little room for error. There's so much interdependency between what happens in each step of the process. And therefore, having the ability to orchestrate your international logistics end-to-end has just grown significantly. So I think it's a term which is being used very correctly by the industry. It is not one of those you know, buzzwords that people have come up with and you know, just trying to use it in a salesy manner. So I think it's very important that uh, it is thought about as a process of orchestration and the fact that logisticians need the tools to be able to efficiently and effectively orchestrate. Absolutely. It ties back to your earlier point. And, you know, Adolf, I want to switch gears a little bit here by asking you, by all of the experience that you've had, you know, what's the best way to get a business case for logistics tech over the line? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. And I'll, I'll say this, that it, it varies by company. But there are certain fundamental elements, Gabby, which uh, which absolutely come into play in every organization. I think the first thing is for for an organization to think about is what is the outcome that they're looking for from technology? Because at the end of the day, uh, the purchase of technology or the investment in technology is really the process of buying an outcome. That's what it is. So to be able to get the deployment of logistics technology or the approval of the C-suite to deploy technology within an organization, the first thing an organization needs to do or its leadership needs to do is define clearly the outcomes that they're looking for. That's the first step. The second step they have to understand is what do they need to do to accomplish that outcome? And typically, it ends up being a a combination of people, process, and technology. The three things that they need to do. The next aspect is to be able to actually uh, engage with the stakeholders who play different roles within the organization. So whether it's your planning teams, your operations teams, your, your supply chain groups, whatever the teams may be to be able to understand what their problem sets are and what outcome they can expect as a process of deployment of technology. And through a combination of all of this, a a company has to be able to go and and present to its C-suite as to what is the outcome that they can expect in these different areas. And it's not about, hey, you know, we're on this digitalization journey, so now we need to invest X number of dollars to be able to, to deploy this orchestration technology as an example. It will never fly. Any CEO, any CFO will look to understand what is the ROI that they can expect to receive on this. Any COO, as an example, would want to know how their operations or projects are going to get more efficient than it used to be before. Any uh, chief compliance officer would like to know how the business is going to be more compliant as a process of the introduction of new technology. Anyone who's at a desk level wants to know how does this make my life easier as compared to what I do today. So being able to define the ROI, being able to make sure that the deployment of technology resonates at every tier of the organization, where every stakeholder at that strategic level of tier understands as to how that is going to positively impact them or their function in a good way is really what leadership needs to do. And it's a process of bringing all of this together and packaging it well to be able to make the business case effectively is what is critical. So it's not a straightforward process. And very oftentimes what we see is that uh, sometimes leaders have all good intentions of doing this. They believe in their minds that uh, that uh, this is going to benefit them, which is generally true. But if they're not able to 
build out and articulate the value proposition in a very effective manner, then unfortunately it meets with resistance as it goes through different levels of the organization. Well, you know, Sunil, this last question goes out to you, but for those organizations that you're seeing adapt and take advantage of these new technologies, uh, what sort of outcomes are you ultimately seeing? I think this is, uh, you know, in continuation to what Adol said, I think it's very important, uh, you know, for organizations to understand what they have set out to achieve. I think supply chain uh, for many years or traditionally has been focused on cost. But I think what has changed, I would say, in the last decade or so is customers are looking to move away from cost focus to an experience focused. And thereby, some of the outcomes that they're trying to achieve as part of their supply chain transformation or logistics transformation have changed. I think where we are able to help with, with because we have experience across industries, across multiple customers and regions, and we understand the nuances, uh, some of the benchmarks of the industry, where we are able to help the customer is exactly those three areas where Adol said, you know, they need to strategize before they embark on this journey which is identifying what are these outcomes that will create the largest value or the best value for them as an organization. It is not only about cost, but what is the value that those outcomes can achieve. So help them define those outcomes, help them understand what are some of these underlying challenges across the different stakeholders within their organization, and then guide them as a true partner in this, in, in terms of what are realistic outcomes and what are some aspirational outcomes that they should be targeting. So it is not about uh, the customer prescribing a certain solution to us, but I think E2Log, Wipro and our customers are true partners in that journey where we are able to guide them through our experience to, for, for, to achieve the best outcome and the best business value for their organization. I think that is, that is the key, uh, you know, key perspective that we try to educate our customers with. And I think we've seen the most success when we work together as partners. All right. Well, that wraps up the podcast for today. So a big thank you to Adolf and Sunil for joining us today on this episode of Simply Shipped. If you want to learn more about these topics and more, they're actually going to be speaking live at the Gartner Supply Chain Symposium, and which is going to be in London on the 29th of September. So be sure to check that out if you want to learn some more. And look for this conversation on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever it is you get your podcasts at. Thanks so much for tuning in and thank you, Adolf and Sunil.